you're listening to another episode of Cloud and Clear, SADA's Cloud Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Rowan, and today we are pleased to welcome Edwin Margolis, CEO of Threo, to the show. Hi, Rowan. It's great to be here, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. Our pleasure, our pleasure. Before we get started, folks, don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel on your favorite listening platform of choice to stay up to date on the latest Cloud and Clear episodes from SADA. So, Edwin, can you give us a brief background on 3O and some of the business challenges that you solve for customers? Sure. Well, you know, 3O has been around for six years and uh, it's made up of a team of people that are just lovers of technology and lovers of solving problems for customers. The customers that we have, uh, you know, have very complex challenges. Uh, high transaction environments, answering the phone, answering emails and chats for customers. You know, uh, it's, it's a highly complex environments in healthcare, insurance, retail. So, you know, we're essentially in the CCAS uh, business and uh, that means, you know, contact center as a service. And uh, we've been doing it for a long time. Um, in fact, me and my partners have been in the business for decades and this is our third business together. That's why we call it 3O. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Some of the biggest problems that we're trying to solve for customers is the complexity uh, that, that is required when you're doing, um, you know, high transaction volume transactions. For example, you know, you have to hire typically a lot of different vendors, you know, one for chat, you know, one for email, you know, one for AI or list management, one for, you know, voice for, you know, contact center. And you, know, you end up a lot of times with this Frankenstein of, uh, of, you know, 14 vendors and then, right. you know, integrating them all together is, is very costly. So we have kind of an all in one approach to things that collapses, uh, you know, all those many relationships down into, you know, one core relationship, which makes it a lot easier for customers. I can tell that. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, I'm curious with the implementation, what's the argument to keep call centers at all? Why not just replace with AI? Well, that's a provocative question. Um, in fact, it's been asked um, many times. And, you know, depending on, you know, uh, what constituency you're part of, you're going to kind of take sides. Well, let me state that, you know, we're, we're very long on humans, as it were. Uh, you know, we look at AI as a way of augmenting the tasks that humans have to do, whether those humans are uh, customers consumers or, or, or whether they're agents or supervisors or site managers, you know, human beings are going to be needed. Um, you know, I remember back in the 80s when uh, I first got started in this business, uh, we started to automate things using speech recognition. Um, I was at Dialogic at the time and everyone was saying, oh, these, these robots that, that speak to you on the phone or, uh, and allow you to, to, to talk to them, they're going to take over. They're going to take over. You're not going to need people anymore. You know, so people have been just to kind of, you know, put some context around it. People have been saying that since the 80s, <laughs> you know, but but I would say that we're long on humans. And I think the judicious use of AI where it moves the needle of productivity is is, is where we are. Right. We we really care about making life easier for customers reducing friction. AI helps us to do that, right? But we also care about the workforce who is servicing those customers. 
reducing friction for them so that they don't quit or, or burn out, you see? Because a burned out agent is not an agent that's doing a good job of keeping customers happy, right? So I would kind of characterize our view of things as being bi-directional, that, that AI can serve a multiple constituency, that it's not just meant to push people down a cattle chute of automation, but rather it's meant to augment the experience, the customer experience in a way that helps them to get finished tasks quicker and to have less friction. That's a fantastic point. So the idea of the, instead of sort of replacing the human or the employee or the worker, you're augmenting their abilities and freeing them up through the productivity gains to do higher value work ultimately, and perhaps also more enjoyable work because a lot of the work that, that an AI would do is not is stuff that can be is stuff that can be very repetitive and not enjoyable or creative. So it would free up time for that individual to do that kind of work. Is that right? Yeah. In fact, uh, let, let me give you an example. Um, let's take uh, let's take call summarization. You know, when you when you call to complain about your cell phone bill or that your electric bill was too high, or you want to complain that you didn't make that telephone call, whatever. You know, you you're talking to someone, a human being on the other end of the line, and they're diligently taking notes. Okay, they're taking all kinds of notes and they're typing and they're typing. And at the end of the call, when they go into what's called wrap up mode before they take the next call, it's their responsibility to assess the condition of the call, the sentiment of the speaker, what happened, the fundamental action steps that need to be taken, downstream processes that have to be kicked off and so on. And typically that manifests itself in the agent typing up a summary of the call jamming that summary into some CRM somewhere, some, you know, customer relationship management system. And then, you know, and then, you know, dispositioning the call, that is to say, indicating whether the call was a success. Did you make the sale? Did you satisfy the customer? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Now, all of that wrap up work is very time consuming. If you had a 10 minute conversation, right, with, with, with the customer and then you're trying to assess, okay, what happened here? <laughs> we, uh, let me think of, okay, this happened and then that happened. Let me type that up. It takes a minute, minute and a half, two minutes to type up that note. Now imagine this. Imagine that not only do you get the gist of the conversation, that you as an agent might see the actual words being spoken by the customer on your screen as the agent. And then at the end of the call, it summarizes everything that was said into a nice tight paragraph that has sentiment embedded. It might say, customer called, was very upset about such and such a fraudulent charge on their bill. Uh, you know, agent, you know, tried to ameliorate the customer's concern by saying that, that the fraud department would be alerted immediately and that charge would be taken off the bill, ba, 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 nice and tight. And imagine further that that summary gets automatically plopped into the CRM and that the summarization then further helps to auto disposition the call so that the agent can then go right to the next call and you know not be bothered with the tedium of typing all that up. That's a wonderful example. Well, and everything I just said, we're doing that. That's right? fantastic. So, so yeah, we, it, it, and it makes for a great trade show demos. I mean, people love doing I mean, we had people coming into the last trade show we went to and we put headsets on and we said, here, you pretend to be a customer. Here's the scenario. You're angry about your bill. Go ahead and call this telephone number. You'll go through the system and you'll talk to this gentleman over here. And we want you to complain loudly. <laughs> right. And then, you know, and then at the end of the call, of course, it summarized it with all the sentiment and everything in there. And people were just blown away with the accuracy of it. 
And, uh, you know, and of course we're using SADA uh, and, and, and Google, you know, to facilitate this and using Vertex AI, you know, to do the generative AI steps that are, that are required to do such a thing. But that's just one example of, uh, of how this can uh, be, be how, how you can take advantage of AI and not let it own you, but let it augment right. the, the efficacy of your workforce without replacing them. Absolutely. It increases people's capabilities, for sure. Yeah. Well, one thing I'd like to ask you on that is you mentioned there in your example quite a lot of benefits from, I would say, the agent perspective in the sense of how at the end of the call it's summarized for them. And instead of them having to do all that manual work, they can then move on to another interaction or engagement. But more from the customer's perspective, how would your product or solution kind of benefit um, from that sense? I mean, we've all been dealing with interactive voice response systems for, 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 for many, many years, right? But there's a twist on it now. Again, using similar technology from Google, um, we have another capability called uh, Secure Agent uh, Payment Assist, where um, if a customer calls into a contact center and they want to use their credit card to facilitate a charge, but they might be a little bit paranoid about allowing the agent ostensibly to kind of jot down on a post-it note, credit card number and an expiration date, and then, you know, go buy a trip to Hawaii, you know? So the people are really paranoid about fraud and about hijinks, you know, that, that, that can occur. So, you know, how might AI benefit that person? Well, you know, we have this PCI compliant capability where the agent can say to the customer, well, one moment, please, would you like to pay that for your credit card? Um, I won't be able to hear or see the credit card number. I can let you talk to our automated system that'll grab that information from you, validate the charge, and then it will automatically put everything in the CRM and I won't see or hear anything. Would you like to do that? Oh yes, I'd like to do that, the customer says, right? And the customer has this feeling of security. The customer feels like, oh, okay, this is not gonna be some really weird thing where they're gonna steal my credit card. So it engenders a spirit of, of, um, of security, you know, in that, in that, and safety in that person. I'll give you another example. Um, we have a healthcare uh, wellness program customer that, that works on behalf of insurance companies where nurse practitioners that are called care coaches, you know, talk to um, patients, you know, they might have diabetes or they might have special medication and, you know, they, they get on the phone and, or they chat back and forth to, you know, to have these dialogues that help people with the, taking the right medicine or their dietary concerns or whatever. And as you can imagine, you know, some of these people, especially if they're very ill, you know, they might, they might sometimes feel depressed. You know, they might feel not well. They might feel like they need some help that, that, is, that is beyond medical and might even get into psychological, right? So, you know, we have a customer who scans the chats that are going back and forth in that system. And by using, you know, Vertex AI, we're able to identify certain phrases that may indicate that this person uh, might hurt themselves, for example. And then we're able to automatically escalate that transaction to someone who can literally talk them off the ledge, right? So, you know, that's a benefit to the customer, to the consumer, because in this particular instance, that person might be hurting really bad and they might really need help. And it might, you know, to the care coach, some of the things that they're saying may not trigger the care coach to understand how deeply disturbed that person might be or how upset they might be. So the machinery, the AI can actually lend a hand in grabbing the appropriate talent and pulling that person in 
to help them with that situation. So this is a real world example, again, of, of how this technology can be used to, to help people you know, on, the, on the consumer side. I mean, it's, and our role here at 3O is we're kind of, we're kind of wranglers, right? We're, just to give you kind of the ranch uh, analog of this, you know, we're, we're basically roping and tying these little calves and, 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 and wrangling them and wrestling them to the ground. When we're taking this technology and we're wrestling it to the ground. We're simplifying it, packaging it, and making it uh, effective in terms of moving the needle of productivity for, for our customers. We're wranglers in that regard. <laughs> I love that. And I love that example that you gave there. Um, I, I heard you mentioned Vertex AI, and that um, prompted me to think, how does uh, Google Cloud and SATA fit into the picture for you? Well, it's kind of central to our architecture because, you know, when we decided to, to create this company, 3 you know, one of the design imperatives was to create an architecture that was not only robust, but also highly secure and highly resilient. So we're taking advantage of Kubernetes, our containerization of microservices. Uh, we have a completely decomposable platform where everything that's done is done via a REST API. It's super, super modern. But you know, being able to rely on uh, SADA and, and Google in terms of the worldwide deployment of our software is a very, very important part because you know, we need to have multi-zone redundancy. In fact, we have multi-region redundancy we're using uh, you know, Google BigQuery you know, for our uh, transactional databases. We're using MongoDB Atlas for configuration data. And it's all triple redundant. So you know, using the SADA and Google relationship is very important to us because we can deliver to our customers uh, you know, the, you know, the, the resiliency that they require. In fact, not only resiliency, but you know, we are also one of very few vendors that can actually upgrade our software add features on the fly and, and, and kind of, you know, if I could use the example of, you know, changing the bus, changing the tires on the bus as it's rolling down the road. We don't, in other words, we don't have maintenance windows. We never send an email to our customers saying on Sunday between the hours of three and 5 a.m. system will be down for maintenance. Oh, no, no, no. You know, and but because of Kubernetes and because of the load balancing capabilities that we have inside of Google, you know, we're able to get those things done in a graceful way that doesn't interrupt service, that provides good business continuity. So you know, I would say that overall, what, what SADA and Google deliver to us is predictability in terms of how we can deliver services to our customers in a highly resilient way. Well, that's fantastic. Listen. Let me say on behalf of SADA and uh, also Google Cloud as well, we're absolutely delighted to be partnered with you. I well, do want to ask you one last thing, which yes. is coming down the road in the future, do you have anything planned or do you see anything maybe happening sort of more broadly in the industry in terms of trends that you want to talk about at all? Oh, sure. I, I, I believe that um, this thing we call generative AI is, is kind of, you know, at present taking front and center but, um, you know, my view of the future, our view of the future, in fact, is that, you know, we have only scratched the surface in, 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 in what is going to be uh, available. Uh, take, for example, the idea of, of uh, rolling up journeys 
taking a look at the journey that a customer has done where you know we're already collecting breadcrumbs off of the websites and breadcrumbs off of the other modalities whether it be sms or interactive voice response and we're weaving them together into a mosaic that allows us to understand the behavior of customers now imagine taking that journey running it against um, a generative ai engine and and summarizing what happened for certain products certain campaigns certain um you know certain uh, advertising right and and being able to peer down into the transactions and peel back different layers and then summarize that and make summaries of summaries so that you get trend analysis and you understand impacts cause and effect in your in your cx this is just a thrilling prospect to be able to do that and and more, most importantly to do it in real time right it's the real time aspect of it that is thrilling because you can make course corrections in a customer experience as they're experiencing it and and do something about it versus the way we used to do it was well you know you know you know somebody got hurt and uh they're angry and they're not they're licking their wounds after a certain transaction but and we can report on it after the hurt has been hurt right you know but now you can grab data midstream summarize that data escalate it and and have a hand in in understanding how you can make it better while the customer's still interacting with you that's the future now granted we're nipping at the edges of that already there's 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 companies out there that do real time analysis but i i think it's going to go to the next level it's going to go to the next level where you know we we will then be able to take all the things that happened and 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 be able to massage that data so that we can anticipate the way people will behave in the future and make course corrections and changing logic flows or changing the way we present things to people overnight and and then be able to adapt so i think that generative ai for example gives us this the hope of adaptability the hope of staying ahead of that curve of of moore's law where every 18 months things are half as expensive and twice as fast and and that so so the hope that our customers are hanging on to is that we at threeo will be able to continue to stay ahead of that curve and to act as their kind of call it technology general contractor and keep swapping in the greatest new algorithms the greatest new things so that we can anticipate their needs in the future so i think that it's going to be more of the same in the future but a little bit more sophisticated prices are going to come down and i think you know it's just a, a new frontier of cx it's a new frontier to be able to to peer into the insights that you get out of analyzing all these transactions and doing it in real time very exciting stuff well i i saw that oh, you mentioned generative ai quite a lot in your answer there and i don't know if you caught any of the updates at google next last week but google has a huge huge focus on generative ai um, both in the areas of productivity and collaboration and also in uh and uh sort of the google cloud sphere as well and i'm very excited to see how that develops over time i think it's going to be fascinating and yes me too we have our fingers on the pulse of that and uh you know all everyone in engineering development and product strategy is is very excited about it that's fantastic and so are the customers <laughs> absolutely of course it's hard not to be well thank you so so much for joining us today edwin we really appreciate it 
Let okay, me ask no. you one final, final question, which is, where can anyone watching or listening along here find out a bit more about 3O and what you offer? Well, I think the easiest way is just to go to 3O.com. That's T-H-R-I-O.com. And uh, there's videos there. There's uh, you know case studies and other information about the platform. Outstanding. Well, folks, please go and check it out if you like what you hear. And also make sure to like and subscribe to our show because this year we'll be offering exclusive insights from leaders like Edwin here and you won't want to miss it. We'll see you next time on Cloud and Clear. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics and don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.